Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Report. Report, not report. Report. <laughs> T-Bird, along with Dexter in the house this evening. Uh, OG, I'm gonna say he's out on an assignment. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, Dick, we we got a lot of sports going on this weekend, and uh, you know we're gonna lead in with the NBA playoffs tonight. Yeah, 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 definitely. You know, the Hawks, uh, they're in town tonight, and they trailing two to, two to nothing to Boston. But, you know, around the league, we done had a whole bunch of stuff going on. And, uh, you know, I you know, I guess we can, you know, go into the uh, Traymond Green getting kicked out of a game. Um, James Harden got kicked out of a game. And and you're wondering like what you know what what's going on with all everybody getting kicked out in playoffs games because that don't normally happen. Okay, speaking on the Draymond Green um, incident, I I watched it. I watched several different angles, and I think that dude was goading him on, and he tried to he was trying to lock up his his ankle again, and um, I think Draymond overreacted. But I think also that dude played him as well as the refs weren't paying attention at the right moments. You know, it's like it's like my dad always says, you know, you don't get in trouble for when they hit you. You get in trouble for hitting somebody back. And it's always they they always catch the retaliation. So Yeah, I agree. And yeah. and then, you know, Traymond, uh you're right. When the guy grabbed his ankle. Okay, we saw that. Yeah, yeah, he tried to he, he tried to grab it in between his elbow and his yeah. Yeah, he slowed him down, tried to grab. And so Trayvon, being who he is, yeah, he gonna stump him in the chest. That's Trayvon Green. Everybody know who that is. But you're supposed to be surreptitious about it, man. You're supposed to like you, nah. That's Trayvon. Now he gonna and that's why his ass got kicked out. You, you're supposed to be like a little slick about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he wasn't. He he gonna and I really thought Trayvon thought he could get his team fired up to do that because Traymond he uses mind games yeah. everybody know he ain't that stupid but that's a because he's not a, a 25 30 point guy no he uses all those intangibles for his game he tries to get in the other team's head and uh you know try to get them to concentrate on him and forget about their game and that and that's worked for him over the years but um you know, to me, you you and I, you know, you kick out Trayvon, that's good. Okay. But to me, you should have, if you was going to kick somebody out, you should have kicked the other guy for holding his ankle. Yeah, they should have definitely reviewed that play. But it was it was hard to see it with the different um, camera angles. I um, I definitely think, though, you know, in the, in the, in the, in the admittable quote of uh, DJ Khaled, Congratulations, you played yourself. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he did. He got uh, kicked out. What did he miss? Like, was it one game? He, he, he missed one game. Okay, and that was the game last night. Yeah. So you know he'll be back. And Sabonis, so uh, he tried to act like he really stomped his damn chest in the ground. Oh, he was got faking. X-rays. He, like, he, come on. He he was faking laying down on the court. Cause what did he do? Yeah. He came back yeah. and was balling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, come on. It's, it's, yeah, that's how it Yeah, stuff. why don't you fake like an NBA player and get up, dude? Save uh, all that Save all that soccer stuff to the other side of the pond, man. Uh, like, that's that what nuts. they do. <laughs> all right. So, um, so we got the Hawks playing Boston tonight. Boston leads that series two to nothing. Philadelphia, yeah. they're playing the Nets. They're up three to nothing. They won last night. And uh, James Harden got kicked out of that game. Yeah. And he got kicked out for – and I'm not a James Harden fan at all. No, me neither. But they shouldn't have threw him out of the game last night. Uh-huh. They kicked him out of the game because he was trying to dribble past the guy, and the guy was really playing tight defense on him. Mm-hmm. So Harden put his left his left forearm in between him and the guy to try to create space, and he – you know, he, he elbowed him in the balls. Okay, like, at, at the most, they should have just called offensive foul. I mean, I mean, I can agree with that. But how high up was this guy versus how low was James Harden? Because all these guys are 
well into the mid sixes at least to where I mean, he can hit his balls. Like, come on. Yeah, well, you got to remember, this guy's in a crotch position playing defense, and Harden is, is bending over uh-huh. uh, uh, rebounding. I mean, uh, dribbling. Yeah. So, you know, your elbow and your ball's about the same amount there. Yeah, because I mean, I didn't see it personally, but uh, I saw it. I saw it. So, uh, so all, but all Harden was doing is what he he does this every night. Yeah, all he did was try to create, get some space. Okay, so it was just like he forearmed him. They should have called offensive foul. That should have been there. You don't throw nobody out of the game for that. But how much does that play into the league being too offensively minded and not defensively? Because uh, we've discussed this before, yeah. you know, there's way too many points being scored. There's full-on blowouts. It's not. There's no defense. Nobody's playing defense. There, there's no defense. I, you know, I don't know what that part would play into it, but, uh, you know, and it, it depends on the officials that are officiating the game that night, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, because all officials are, uh, they got a different agenda. The, the crew chief and his, you know, like they got the Taylor guy for, it's like he was scoping on one player, um, you, yeah, you know, call it. Always. Yeah. So, so and Tony brothers, he, he is one of the, he's been voted one of the top officials in the NBA, but what the hell is that saying? Because that, to me, uh, I, I noticed in the NBA, I mean, in the playoffs, they've been letting these, they've been letting Golden State and uh, uh, who Golden State playing? Uh, uh, Sacramento. Okay. Yeah, Sacramento. They letting them play. Like, they ain't calling nearby as many fouls. Them boys playing rough. They called 25 fouls apiece. Okay, but what teams, I'm saying yeah. is all them little petty, petty fouls. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that in that game last night. Uh-huh. Now, when you when you talk about the Atlanta Hawks, hell, all you got to do is run by somebody if you're a Hawks player, and they call a foul. I... I concur. I see where you're coming from with that. So, so again, it goes back to the officials that's calling that game. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the league is going to protect their product. It oh, is what it is. And they're going to they gonna protect the officials. Their business, you know, it's show business. The word business is it, it, bigger it, than the word show. So you're right. And, it and, is what it is. And you can't, you can't criticize the officials. They'll find you there. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's, you know, but I, I just, I just wonder because when the Hawks play tonight, mm-hmm. I guarantee you, you'll be able to tell the difference in the Hawks and Boston game and that game last night. It's like, it's like the premier teams, mm-hmm. they don't have a lot of petty fouls. Yeah, it's just the, sh- the I ain't gonna say that. They about don't want to slow them. They don't want to slow the game down. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. Not them. Yeah. But with us, it's it's like, okay, we know the Hawks are not supposed to be there, so let's hurry up and get them out of here. You know, maybe they'll we'll let them win one game. I mean, it's just, and if we win tonight, that's the thinking <laughs> I'm gonna have. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so, hey man, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you, man. I mean, I, I'm I just get so pissed off with, I get pissed off at entertainment, Dexter, because. I understand his entertainment, but I don't want nothing to to uh, tell me that it's entertainment. I want to watch a basketball game. I don't want you to entertain me. <laughs> like you understand what I'm trying to say? Hey man, I, I get you. I, I don't. I don't want you because if you entertain me, that means that something is probably not true about it. Uh. Nah, I'm gonna disagree with you on that one, bro. Because any anything can be entertaining. Case in point. Case in point. I was entertaining uh, my son and his friend, and some other kid was blowing bubbles. I get nothing out of those kids blowing bubbles, but they were entertained, and I was entertained by them being entertained. So I, I, <laughs> I think anything can be entertaining. Have you not watched a car crash before? Yes, but I mean, l- l- listen at what I'm trying to say. In, in my, <laughs> I mean, it, at, anything can be entertaining. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But what I'm saying is like, okay, for entertainment's purpose, why did why you why you didn't call that foul on um, 
on Jason Tatum, one reason is because Boston is favorite. Mm, yeah. Number two is because uh, the league wants Boston to move on instead of Atlanta because Boston would generate more viewers. Okay. I I, I see you where you're going. With that. Yeah, and yeah, Jason Tatum is a legitimate star in the league. Okay, but when you go to Anyeka Okongwu of the Atlanta Hawks, okay, <laughs> who is a up and coming star, but he ain't he, he ain't there yet. They don't talk about him every day. Yeah. Okay. Why you call? Why you didn't call that foul on that guy on Okongwu? Because Okongwu don't meet the entertainment value well, at that point. I, I think, and I this is just a theory. I can test it out on Twitter if you want. I think it, there's an organization with the color commenters, and if they can't pronounce your name, they're really not going to root for you. And I think they pay <laughs> off the the refs to make sure that person's name doesn't get called. I'm just saying. This is just a theory. I'm just floating it out there. I can be completely wrong. I do a lot of drinking, so you never know what's going to come out of my mouth. Well, for Okongu, all you gotta do is say double O. And Yaka Okongu. <laughs> so just so they just call him double O. Yeah, yeah, I guess there's that. I so, mean, all I know is, man, just it's it's basketball. I try not to get too this is just me personally. I try not to get so involved to where I get upset by it. I would like to see Atlanta win a championship. You know, they're talking about putting a, a hockey team yeah, out in yeah. Forsyth County. Yeah, yeah. They would put in like the most racist county in Georgia. <laughs> I, I, I I love watching hockey. I would I would support a team out here, but I am not going to risk my life to support the team, dude. <laughs> well, Forsyth County has changed a lot since back in the day. Uh, you mean they reloaded? <laughs> well, it, it's a little bit more diverse than than back in the day. There there are a lot of uh, people of color that live up in that county now. Uh, and uh, so, but yeah, talking about their history, but see, they can't really do it in Atlanta because it ain't really nowhere to to, to put it. Uh, this is true. There aren't. I mean, but they they're trying to do the same thing that um, that they did with Cobb County with the uh, the with battery. The yeah, right. Yeah, they're, they're trying they're to build it's, that. It's trying to be a, and this is really interesting to me is that they took that and they put it in Forsyth County. They're trying to build around that with that being sort of the draw right right but i don't know they'll they're gonna build it too it's it's gonna be built now whether you attract a hockey team there or not which is what they want to do uh but it's gonna be built uh i I think they've already uh if they hadn't bought the land yet they it's right the door is getting ready it's intended yeah Yeah. the um but isn't this going to be like the third time a hockey team has come to Atlanta? This would be or Georgia, I should say. Yeah, this will actually be the fourth time, man. We we left basketball and went to this, but it's okay. So we had the Atlanta Flames, we had the Atlanta Thrashers. Yeah, I remember the Thrashers. And we had the Atlanta Knights, which was a IHL team, which was the minor league team. Yeah, and yeah. that team won a title. It won. Uh, uh it won it all. No, it sure did. And now this will be the fourth time that hockey will be maybe coming to Atlanta. But a lot of things have changed. There's a lot of people in the South because they've moved, Northerners have moved here and they would probably, uh, you know, be drawn to hockey. It would have made more sense putting it in like Gwinnett County or something. Uh, yeah, maybe. I, yeah. I ain't driving up to uh Forsyth County to watch no hockey. I'm not driving to Forsyth County for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I, I, I avoid trees over there, okay? If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Anyway. All right, All right guys. Uh, we're going to finish up with the NBA. Uh, oh. I'm just going to – it's all right. Let it go. We're going to uh, – the Suns and the Clippers, the Cavs and the Knicks and Denver and uh, the Timberwolves are going to finish out their series. So, you know, you can catch them on ESPN. You can catch them on uh, TNT and NBC. So, hey, when we come back, 
we're going to talk a little uh, NFL. Uh, we got some players betting in the NFL again. So back in a minute. T-Bird from the Couch Potato Sports Report. I think about Atlanta sports all the time, but I talk about them every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern here on Podbean. Follow the link, join myself, Mo, and the other guy as we'll discuss all Atlanta sports from the Braves to the Hawks and the Falcons. Again, join me, T-Bird, with Mo and the other guy every Friday at 6 p.m. live the episodes will be available on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you listen. Hey, this is producer Dex with the Cat Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can compare to sharing your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? That's where Podbean comes Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop or phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. All right, coming back on the Couch Potatoes Sports Report, T-Bird and Dex in the house tonight. Uh, again, we want to make sure that everybody know how you can tune in. You can catch us on Spotify. You can catch us on Podbean Live. Uh, you can go to Apple and all your streaming networks. Uh, you, I tell you what, you can pull us up on uh, just on the web. Go to the Couch Potatoes Sports Report, and you will pull us up. I know because I've done it. So. <laughs> So you can pull us up just on the web. Uh, just go to your browser and pull us up, and uh, you can check us out and check out all the shows we've been talking about. Yeah, definitely uh, check us out on the Couch Spot um, on Twitter. That is the best way. I am going to uh, start actively posting on there more, so you guys will definitely see me there. But, yeah, yeah, let's get into uh, some football. Yeah, we um... – we got some more uh, players betting on football, like a bunch of dummies. <laughs> I mean, you only make four, five million a year or more, and you betting on. I guess you need a side hustle, that man. We were talking about that before the show, and I think these guys are so used to chasing these dopamine highs from doing things. You see how braggadocia they get about stuff and up in each other's face, and it's all it's this weird virtue signaling theater that's going on with i'm better than you no i'm better than you but i think it's still there's that chase of i'm i competed and i'm good and so whether it's football basketball texas hold'em whatever i think these guys they're just competing that's in defense of their actions but i think it you know in in sort of the broad spectrum of it all I feel like if you already have $11 million, why would you risk it? Why would you risk any of that? Why Why would you do that? And to everything that you just said, Dex, all they did was get them sus suspended for one year. One kid got released because he done it. See, that's his fault. It's, imagine working your entire life. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Pop Warner football, you know, making the, the varsity team in high school getting picked up by some D1 school, starting, making the squad, maybe winning the national championship, first, second, third round, whatever you get, you know. And then you do that. And then you, yeah. Your mom and dad been taking you all around when you was a kid. Yeah. And and and, and then you get to the Detroit Lions, which is where these guys are from. Travel ball, yeah. all that. <laughs> Just So we got four line, four Detroit Lions players, including 2022 first-round draft pick. Jamison Williams were among five players league-wide to be suspended for violating the NFL's gambling policy after an investigation by the league. Um, Lions wide receiver Quintez Cephas 
and safety C.J. Moore have been suspended indefinitely for betting on the NFL games, as was Washington Commanders defensive end Shaka Tony. Uh, they can reapply in a year, and uh, you know, and then it, it just depends on if the league want to let them back in. It just don't make no sense. Second year receivers Williams and Stanley Bearhill were being suspended for six games yeah. each for mobile betting that occurred at the Lions Allen Park facility. These two did not bet on NFL games. The team said so. You bet with your phone for probably about $1,500 or so, like Calvin Ridley did, and you're making millions of dollars. I don't get it, Dick. You're going to have to help me with that. I'm hoping there's more to the situation. It's maybe they were betting on Texas Hold'em, and it just happened to be the same app that they would use to bet on another game or something like that. Or maybe just they didn't see the money as real. I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate here and just, you but know, the, throwing but stuff the at point the wall. Is, but. Why are, why are you betting? I mean, I, 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 well, if you got to do it, use Monopoly money. You know, every time I gamble, it's because I'm eating at a, a new restaurant that I, I might be sensitive to. But uh, that's about as far as I get when it comes to gambling. I, I, <laughs> I'm speechless. I gamble every time I eat Chinese food. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't get it. I, I, you know, I, I just, you know, maybe it's because I don't have millions and millions of dollars like those guys. So I think so, when you have that much money, it's it's just a number at that point. Like at, you and I, we're sitting here, eleven million dollars, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that would rock our world. Oh my, we'd be rocking for them. That's a Thursday, you yeah, know. That, that, that's right. <laughs> that, you know, that's a couple of paychecks. I mean, it's just it it comes so fast that you know. They, they got to do something. Now, Calvin really, you remember, he he gambled last year, and that's one reason why he's not in Atlanta anymore. Mm. And now he, this is what he says. It was a stupid mistake. Oh. <laughs> you're kidding. That is some sage advice right there. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you're you kidding me. I mean, I, I just can't. Y'all see what they did to Pete Rose. Yeah. <laughs> you think you're special? Like, yeah. come on. I mean, I, I, I just don't get it, and uh, it's just really – um, uh, just a sad situation for these cats, but I don't feel sorry for them because they know better. I feel sorry for them because I realize, I realize if they're doing that, how much they're taking for granted. You know, you know, you have this amazing opportunity. That's why I don't feel you know? sorry for them. I know that's, but I'm saying that's why I feel sorry for them because yeah. they don't realize what they have that they're chasing so much more. I mean, give me and you that opportunity. You understand? Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we I mean, me, and, me and a bunch of my buddies, we talking about it all the time. Uh, I guess because we on this this side of the spectrum, yeah. being a kid, I remember I had those dreams. I wanted to be an NFL player. I wanted to be a major league baseball player. Mm -hmm. I played those, those sports and... It was my dream. I was going to buy my mama a house. I was going to, you know, all the things that you hear. And, but I didn't get a chance. Me and about two or 3,000 other guys didn't get a chance. And then the guys that get the chance, they do these kind of stupid things. I'm going to say stupid because there's, there's no reason to do that. I, I just, you know, if you got a problem, if you feel like you got a problem, you need to go get some help. But it's that level of, recklessness that's got them that far in life i agree with that I agree yeah with that. and uh, it's, they've been given everything i wouldn't necessarily say even given everything i think the world's been conditioning them for them to expect certain things because as soon as you're you start getting good at catching a football or good at you know dribbling a basketball or something people start seeing that potential in you and they're gonna want to cultivate that they're gonna want to nourish it they're not gonna want to tell you no, you know. That's what I'm. That's who, why. That's who, wants, what, who wants to be the uncle that says no to that uh, lottery pick? I know. <laughs> you know? I know, but, but that's that's why I'm saying they've been given stuff. But I don't think it's necessarily in in it. I think on that respect, I think I don't. I I don't, I, I fail to use the word giving, and I think conditioned for if I'm good at this, I should expect good results. It ends up making the whole relationship transactional. If I'm good at this. I can get what I want. If I eat all my dinner, I can get my dessert. Okay. And so they're so used to getting that pie. 
Okay, so I'll change my word. All right. They've been allowed. I say conditioned. I think because it's, it's both sides of it. It's you know yeah. the parents, the coaches, the cheerleaders, the hangers oners, all the yes men. Everybody's wanted something from them that only they could give. Yeah, only I that agree. person can give you two hundred yards a game. Only that person can give you three touchdowns a game. Right. Only that person can give you four sacks a game. So you were able to do that. You're that one commodified person, and. Yeah, I mean that's this just how they compete, you know. It's yeah, but it still ain't that. It still ain't no excuse. I hey, you can say no excuse. I'm just trying to illustrate the process of how we get from point A to point B. So. I, I, and I, and I and I get all that. I, yeah. I I really do, and I understand. But it's still no excuse for those guys to like Calvin Ridley. Let's use him for example. Uh, I'm wondering. Hold on. I'm wondering what Mama OG thinks about this because I see her in the chat. Hey, want to get a shout out to Mama OG. Thanks for joining us as usual. Always, always. I'm wondering what you think about this whole, because you always have really good opinions. I'm wondering what you think about the gambling when these guys are already making millions of dollars. Well, but she'll tell us in a second. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Calvin Ridley. You take Calvin Ridley, okay? He bet it $1,500 yeah. on, his, on, his, on his phone. And Calvin Ridley was due to be paid $11 million last year. I mean, I ain't, I ain't no mathematician, but, but that's, again, I mean, you know, but come the, on. The psychological experience of it is you, he's, it's just numbers on a screen to him. He was just, he, it's like him playing Candy Crush. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just numbers, except that it involves actual money. Not enough money to where he's gonna miss his rent payment. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. easy to fall into that hole. I mean, how many times have you gotten on Facebook and then you find yourself scrolling? Or you, you, a, a friend of mine earlier today, I'm gonna call her out. She was telling me about how she went to look up her 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 account on her phone, but she ended up falling into this Facebook loophole, and then she gets off her phone, and then she's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot. I got to go look at my." I mean, I think it's the same thing. I think that approach is the same thing. Yeah, well, you know. She thinks they're idiots. <laughs> I, I agree with you, Mom OG, because it, it just doesn't make any sense. And I think, okay, hopefully Calvin Ridley, he coming into this year with the Jaguars. If he makes that mistake again. Uh, he won't. Yeah, if, if, I think if he, if he makes that mistake again. Then we got problems. Yeah, but I think also the the league doesn't want to end up like baseball with, with uh, Pete Rose. Right. Which some people think it's an overreaction. I mean, but he bet on his own team, which was that's, crazy. That's a no-no. That's, that's a, a no-no. huge no-no. Where this guy's probably betting on probably not even his own team, but just what he knows. Uh-huh. But he's still using it's like insider trading. He's still using insider trading. Okay. okay. To make those bets. Well, but, let me let me ask you this. Let me uh-huh. run this by you, Dick. Yeah, yeah. You got Pete Rose who betted on baseball. Mm-hmm. They not letting him in it. Uh, uh, Hall of Fame, yeah, probably until he dies. Oh, he's been they, a pariah his entire they, life. Yeah. They gonna wait till he died to put him in. I mean, you you cannot argue with his numbers. Wait a minute, now we just talking about bet, mm. but you let the most avid racist there was in baseball, Ty Cobb, one Tyrus Cobb, into <laughs> Major League Baseball for being an avid racist. But he was a hell of a baseball player. But he was an avid racist. Yeah, but getting race- in arguments with the fans on the field. But racism doesn't ruin the product. <laughs> what? <laughs> it does, yes, I mean, it does. Look, at, well, back then it didn't. What I'm saying is, look at how much racism. How long did it take for them to put you know a black player in? <laughs> like, come on. Well, Jackie Robinson was in in 1947, right? Yeah. How long had been baseball been around that long, man? Like, yeah, yeah, almost it, 50 it, years at that point? Yeah. Look how long it took. That's what I'm saying. So, racism wasn't a problem for them is, then. At that, for it, them, it wasn't. Nah. I, but, but what I'm saying, when we look at it now, uh-huh. he was an avid racist. Still, it still is. He still was what he was. Uh, I mean, he is what it is. That's not nothing to brag on. I'm not saying it's anything to brag on. It's just that I don't think, I think that the league can manage that image where they can't manage the image of the of it being a fraud. Well, 
Pete Rose deserves to be in the Hall of Fame because he was Charlie Hustle. He was a hell of a baseball player. And I think, uh, how, how long has that been? 30-something mm. years? Yeah, Marge shot is dead in the whole nine. Yeah, yeah it's it's time to move on past that. You move past racism. Yeah, but if you if you allow Pete, <laughs> how how many Calvin Ridley's <laughs> are you going to end up allowing after that? <laughs> well, like I say, my belief is they're going to wait till Pete Rose dies so he can't get the satisfaction, so he can't get the satisfaction of seeing being honored to go into the Hall of Fame. I guarantee you that's what they're going to do. The moment he dies, then the talk is going to come up about that. So anyway. I concur, man. I concur. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit of Atlanta Braves baseball. Braves in town tonight to play the Houston Astros. So when we come back, Mama OG, tell us what you got. Back in a minute. Why would you hold on to a stale old auto policy when you have a fresh new car? New ride, new you, new plan, right? The LeVette Group will assess the new you for a tailored policy that meets all your requirements. So why not update your auto needs with a personalized plan from the LeVette Group? Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678 777-7718. Again, I'm Todd Dino of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678-777-7718. Hey, it's OG from the Couch Potato Sports Report. You know, the smart one. Listen live every Friday at 6 p.m. on Podbean as I drop some knowledge on T-Bird to tell him like it is. And then he tries to tell me why I'm wrong about Notre Dame being hypocrites, the Braves repeating, or soccer being better than basketball. Chat with us live on Fridays or catch it later on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, coming back on the Couch Potato Sports Report. T-Bird and Dex bringing it to you, going into the second half of the show. And, uh, Dex, those Atlanta Braves are playing great baseball. We get beat one to nothing the other night by the Padres, but still we were – that was uh, – they stopped our eight-game winning streak at that point. But I ain't mad because the Padres have uh, – they are one of the top teams – in baseball and we held them to one run so charlie martin pitched a great game but we just couldn't you know we had bases loaded i think a couple of times in that game couldn't couldn't get the big hit so uh i'm real happy with what i'm seeing with the braves right now ron lacuna is playing great baseball itself and we got a couple of guys out and uh sam here you're playing in center field for michael harris to second is he made a great catch the other night he robbed uh uh I think it was Manny Machacha, Machado of a home run in center field the other night. So we're getting all the stuff we need to get while our key guys are out. And so once we get those guys back, we're going to be even that much stronger. So what's your thoughts on the Braves? Oh, yeah, man. They're looking good for going into Houston, but it's funny with these things. I always think in the terms of statistics, you can win a bunch of games in a row. But sooner or later, you're due for that loss. Yeah, you're going to lose. And the Astros are 9-10. and 10, So I, they might be due for a win. Well, I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, jinx the team or nothing. So nobody come after me. Yeah. But, I mean, on any I, given day, I get bro. what you're saying. But, yeah. You know, it's the rematch of the 2021 World Series, you know, because that's who we beat in the World Series were the Astros. I remember, yeah. I remember, yeah. You mean the cheating Astros? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, was just, I wasn't sure if you were talking about any other Astros. But yeah, that I was, said it. I that, said it. That was pre-Dusty Baker, though. Dusty Baker is their manager now. Yeah, I met him. And a uh, great guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a great guy. Oh, uh, uh, great guy. Yeah. And uh, and I don't have nothing for the Astros. I want to beat the hell out of them tonight and on into this series. 
I like Best of Baker, but I want to beat him like a drum. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, we're going to go around the uh, horn with the Braves and uh, starting at first base, Matt Olson. With Matt Olson, you either going to get a bomb <laughs> or he going to strike out. Yeah. One of the two. Feast or famine. Or a double. Yeah. He don't hit singles. He hit doubles, homers, and he strikes out. <laughs> well, you know, you, you got to admire the man's consistency. Yeah, you so know? he's a he's a legitimate home run hitter. But I got to say, uh, I, I am happy with his production. You got a home run hitter, expect strikeouts. You're going to get that. Yeah, yeah. But he is going to hit you some a bomb. Ozzy Alves at second base is starting to really turn into Ozzy Alves coming off his injuries. Uh, he hit a three-run homer the other night to dead center, left-handed. His better side is right-handed, but he hit it left-handed. Yeah. And 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 Oz is really solid at second base, and uh, he always smiles. <laughs> He's having a good time, bro. You know, it's he. You can always tell the people that that play it not necessarily for the money, but they play because they're just having a good time. Yeah, and he's and just I, a big old kid out is. there, man. Just <laughs> and I give you another reason why he smiles. Uh, you ever seen his wife? Oh, oh yeah, my God. all those guys. Yeah, so he's smiling like a Billy Goat eating barbed wire every day. <laughs> he know when he go home, uh, he got that beautiful wife waiting on him. So I just thought I'd mention that. Yeah, 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 definitely, man. I, uh, you know, it's it's good to see passion. You know, I've I've been watching a lot of little league games because you know juice box plays and yeah um i'm friends with shout out to juice box yeah shout out juice and then uh, i'm friends with one of his old coaches who's currently like the top notch team for our league so shout out to that coach sebastian and he and i we always have these good conversations about you know the kids playing and honestly you know i feel like the games are harder on the parents than the kids because i remember this one year when we lost the championship uh, the kids just went and go. They just played on the playground right after it. <laughs> you know, it went, and, and the parents all the parents up. are like, "Oh, you know, yeah. I'm passing out the Xanax." Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? We're getting the yeah. therapy on the line. It's just, it's crazy. I I really think it's harder on the parents than the kids. But the kids are just, I mean, they're sad that they lose, but they're not so sad to not to just let it go. Yeah. you know what I mean. So, and I've been and that what you're saying. I've been through that when my son played baseball all the way up to high school. And I remember one year in Little League Baseball, he was pitching. And he was going against, at that time, the best hitter in Little League Baseball. His name was Cody Satterfield. And uh, so Justin was on the mound, and it was two strikes. Uh, it, it was uh, They had a couple of runners on. He came in in relief and mowed him down. And I felt every <laughs> pitch because Cody, could, he was a good little hitter. Yeah. But uh, he got the fastball behind me, and you could just – and everybody just went wild. It was just – it was, it was the uh, the Colts against the Dodgers, the two <laughs> best teams in Little League Baseball at that time. And it was just – and I was sitting over there. If I smoked, I would have went through two packs of cigarettes, I guarantee Because <laughs> I felt every pitch because, you know, that's you out there. We should have a session on Little League Baseball. Yes, yeah, we should idea. be talking about little league baseball because I feel like with these kids, there's there's so much passion right. and it's so fun watching them improve their game and and do different things here and there. That's a good idea. We'll 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 do that. You know, baseball season is starting up now. Yeah, yeah. In little league, so we'll have to do that, Dick. Yeah, man. I was like, I, with Sebastian, he and I we just have the same philosophy when it comes to coaching kids. You uh, uh-huh. you can't yell at them. You have to. And you gotta you gotta keep them emotionally even keel. You can't let them have too high a highs because as soon as they hit those lows, they'll just sink so fast. Yeah. And then you gotta do your best to try and raise them back up. And you know, kids just aren't, you know, prepared for that at eight, nine, ten years old. They're right. just not, you know, they don't they only have an A game, they don't have a B game. You know, it's it's yeah. it's crazy watching them, man. It's it's a lot of fun. You know? it, it wears a parent out because they don't understand a parent is putting in a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, I remember working at the time and uh, trying to uh, get uh, fit into the games. You know, my wife, she was taking them. Uh, I remember when Justin hit his first three-run homer with the Indians. Mm-hmm. I was on the phone at work at the fire station, and 
<laughs> she was telling me play by play on the phone. <laughs> and then, and then she said, "Wait a minute, he finna back. I gotta hang up. I'll call you back." It was she, so she called me back about ten minutes later, and and I and I said, "What happened? What happened?" She said, "Well, we was in the bottom of the seventh, and they was up." And Justin in the three run home and won the game. <laughs> and I was cracking up, and the guys at the station thought I had done lost my mind. I'm sure that was like the longest 10 minutes of your life. It was. And I, and that was his uh, first home run, and I never got to see it because I was at the fire station. Oh, man. So she, I, I kept, when I got home, I just kept telling them both to replay every pitch yeah. and everything so I could visualize it in yeah. my mind. It was, it was, it was something. Yeah, actually, um, Mama OG um, agrees with me about keeping them on an even keel. You know, it's because yeah. you have to, you have to. I don't want to say train, but you have to condition them for whenever their emotions get out of control and keep them focused on the game. Well, I think to to add to that, I think in today's game, yeah, with today's children, mm-hmm. I think that's probably. Uh, you're you, you're headed in the right direction with that because when I was a kid, it wasn't necessarily like that. It, the mm-hmm. rules of today didn't apply back then. Our coaches were hard on us, and and yeah. and and, and uh, so a, a different time, different era, different kid. Yeah, the, the kids are are different now. Yeah, and so and but we were geared to you know my dad always you got to be tough. Go out there and play in the dirt. Get all dirty. I don't mind that because I know you 100% boy when you're going out there playing in the dirt. That's what that's what I told my son to do. Go out there and play in the dirt. I don't care how dirty you get. Yeah. You know, because that's the way we were. You, you know, be tough. You fall down, scrape your knee, get up. Don't cry. You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. I mean, but it's probably, you know, according to Mama OG, it's probably harder now than it was 25 years ago. In the regards, and I'm going to addend to what she's saying, in the regards of kids have just so much going on, yeah. you know, and then especially with a sport like baseball, it takes a certain level of concentration. That's true. You know, especially when you come get into the early ages, they're too busy out there picking daisies to make a play. Yeah. And you're waiting on something to happen. Yeah. And baseball becomes a really long wait when they get to the age of nine, when they start doing kid pitch. Yeah. When they start doing kid pitch, those games are slow. Right. Brother, they are slow. Oh, yeah. I know. I, I did that. So. And so you, you you still have to keep them engaged. It's not like with soccer. There's something going on all the time. Yeah. There's no slowing down, which is great, you know. But And I only use that example because, you know, I, I coach my son. But the with baseball, man, it's it's incredibly technical, and it's a lot of, you know, Small a, concentrations, you know. And baseball's a thinking man's game. It is. You gotta think two or three batters ahead. You know, you mm-hmm. gotta think think two or three pitches ahead. And it only it gets worse as the older you get. And mm-hmm. people that don't know and understand uh, and are true fans of baseball, a lot of them don't really understand that. That's why a lot of people don't like baseball because they oh it's too long and and they think the guy can just Go out there and hit the ball the right field, and it's 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 a it's it's a really it's think, a technical game. I think it's I think there's more to it. I think that there's lack of creativity, and you look at basketball, for instance. You know, dunking was like the big thing, and yeah. you know certain passes, and now it's ankle breaking type plays, and yeah, three point shots. Yeah, it's just it's but there's they're exciting. You know, you could say the same thing with hockey with a good deke or a nice check. Um, you could even say it with um, with football, juking somebody out or having a, a really mean sack, you know, excellent one-handed catch, things like that. Those yeah, are highlights that that people like. They they really enjoy. Right. You know, it's you can't say the same thing about every you – know, like you can't say that about tennis. Right. You can't really say that – well, I guess you could say that about, you know, boxing. You could definitely say that about MMA, you know, some creativity in the moment and stuff. Yeah. But the athleticism is respected, but it's just not 
the highlights are going to be the same, you know. Yeah. A double play is always going to show up on ESPN, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, speaking of baseball, yeah. uh, I got to go with the left side. We were talking about the Braves. So yeah, gotta, yeah, sorry. We went on a little sidebar there. <laughs> I got to I got to finish uh the left side of the Braves. So, yeah. We got the uh shortstop mm-hmm. uh which uh is, is it Grissom? It's Grissom. Grissom. Yeah, okay. because Arcia got hurt. So Grissom's come up. He's hit good. Uh, uh, they worried about his glove, but I think with more time he gets, I think he'll get better. But, you know, he had a couple of RBIs the other night, so we ain't worried about his bat. So I think we, he will be fine there until Arcee gets back. Let yeah. me ask you this, staying yeah. on Grissom. Do you think he is going to be Dansby Caliber in the no, next year? not with the glove. No, Not with the glove? Maybe with the bat. But not with the glove. Dansby was was everything that you wanted in the shortstop at yeah. at, the, at shortstop with that glove. He is uh, that's why I hated to lose him because I would take Dansby hitting two sixty because he's going to save you a number of runs with yeah. his glove. So yeah. now Grism won't never be that. Uh, I ain't saying he won't never be that in in his career, but at this point, no. not right now. No. Okay. So you got Austin Riley at third base. Austin Riley doing what Austin Riley does. He's Always. picking it and hitting it. <laughs> uh-huh. And then you get into the outfield when you go to left field. You got Eddie Rosario. Uh-huh. You got uh, Marcel Azuna. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you got uh, Kevin Pillar, who, who uh, we got as a free agent. And right now, that's going pretty good. Marcel Azuna is, is just not getting the job done. And I really look to see something happen. If he don't get better, at least by the All-Star break, Mark, they, I, I think they may eat his money mm-hmm. because he's just not get, even, you know, he a DH, and he's giving you absolutely nothing at this point. I mean, and I know in his head now. I mean, that always is. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 because what his off-the-stuff activities that he, that he had, and then now everybody – know that you got to produce to stay on the team mm-hmm. and right now he, he nothing's happening for him so yeah look, look for something to happen there that's you know? the fickle nature of sports you know yeah. they have enough money to get rid of you to pay you off <laughs> and go by the wayside you know what have you done for me lately you know well right now i think he's in the 30 million so we, we signed him to 65 million so over four years so i think if they get him down to about 15 million, they mm-hmm. may eat that money and well, say, we're going to be done with it. Yeah, Mama OG says that Ozuna has not been doing anything for more than a year. So, And she's, Mama OG, uh, OG she's got a good point. Uh, yeah. It's just been kind of one thing after another. You know, he didn't need that when he uh, got stopped by the cops. Yeah. That didn't help. And nope. and, and, and see, but that, you, you don't realize that translates on the field because he know everybody looking at him. Mm-hmm. He can't hide. <laughs> and then you know you got those fans out there in the crowd that's gonna let him have it. Oh yeah, they already booing him when he come up to the plate. So yeah, so Mama OG's right in that respect. It's sad because I remember watching him before and just thinking, wow, this this guy's got it together. And you know what I mean, yeah. And I remember everybody saying we need to sign uh, Ozuna because he had that great year in 2020. Yeah, and I was one of them. And yeah. now you know we all like shaking, scratching our head because of what's happened. That's crazy. Imagine being paid 15 million dollars to go away. To go away. <laughs> well, I think. Well, I think I'll go over here and just sit down and think about what I want to do. I think I. I you know what? Isn't he from like Venezuela I, I think, or something? He, I, I think he's either from uh, Dominican, Venezuela, or. Uh, uh, Dominican or Venezuela, one of them. He could go to back to you know wherever he came from if you want and be a billionaire, you know, the equivalent of a billionaire billionaire out there, yeah. yeah. Or he could just uh, he could go to Paris and just uh, so his woes, you know, like oh, woe is me, I got 15 more million dollars added on to my hundred million, and I'm just gonna go over here and, and get my head clear. I think maybe if he went down to um. To uh, the triple A's, double A's. Nah, he. You don't they, think nah, you know? Just a, I mean, a they, little tune-up. You they, know, let yeah. him get his confidence back. Yeah, they could, but I don't see that happening with with where he's at in his career. 
You mm-hmm. understand? Yeah. And besides, they would have to ask him, look, because they would have to, uh, they say, well, look, we're going to send you down. So all he got to do is say, well, just release me if you're going to send me down. Yeah. You understand? Well, he going to basically have to agree to that. Yeah. But if they release him. Then uh, they, they own $15 million. He goes sit over there and play with his feet and get paid every Wednesday. That's crazy. Yeah. What if he. Uh, That's guaranteed money. What if he decides to sign with a different team? Uh, yeah, another I mean, could, another another team could pick him up, and then they would have to work out the logistics of the payments. of the contract. Yeah, uh, how much? Uh, if they pick him up, like if they pick him up, he would probably get the league minimum, which is seven hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Uh, he would have to get the league minimum, and either they may say, "Okay, we'll pay partial of this contract that you." That the Braves owe you fifteen million dollars more, uh-huh. so they'd have to work all that out. I mean, seven hundred fifty thousand a year. I mean, he'd, he'd have to, you know, really tighten up the belt a little bit, watch <laughs> his budget, maybe so, lay so, off that avocado toast. <laughs> seven hundred twenty million dollar. I would be a king, bro. A bunch of times, bro. In America, <laughs> I would. Man, I would be the biggest jerk. <laughs> No, you would, Dexter. Yeah, uh, man. No, I, I would love to get paid that to in to do podcasts. Oh, sit at mean? home, drink, commodify my opinion. And, and, oh yeah, <laughs> that's oh yeah, that's all a podcast is, bro. Is you're just commodifying your your opinions. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Let's get a sponsor up in here. If y'all want to sponsor us, go ahead to the yeah. couch spot because brother, we, we can it. use it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we need it. All right, let's finish up. We got uh, center field. We got Michael Harris Jr. that's down. You got Sam Hilliard and uh, I think his name Ed White. They, they've they been playing great baseball in center yeah. since he's been out. And then you go to right field and you got Mr. Acuna, who is my favorite player. <laughs> and, is he your favorite? I feel like you've never mentioned it before. Yeah, I, I've, I've mentioned it, but Ronald Acuna, you see, I got to tell you, <laughs> Ronald Acuna is my favorite player in all of baseball. I love that kid. And I think if he stays healthy, I think he's going to – I really think he could win MVP this year. I've seen a couple rumors saying yes. that he's on that trajectory yes. right now. So. Yes. He is just playing great baseball right now. So I, I really wanted for him coming off the injury last year. Yeah. And I would love for us to get to the World Series. He got a ring, but he was hurt. You know, he, he yeah. got us there Yeah, to the halfway mark, and then that's when he got hurt. But I want him to be on that field when we get that next ring. So, oh yeah, no doubt yeah. about it. No doubt about yeah. it. I mean, they're they're looking good this year. They, you know, they, we'll see how far it goes. They're looking great. Uh, right, wait a minute before you go. I got two more. I got yeah, the, yeah. Go ahead. You got the catching position. Sean Murphy mm-hmm. is having a heck of a year. We got him from Oakland, killing okay. the ball. Uh-huh. And uh, cause Darno's out, then you get to the pitching mound, and uh, if we can get our pitching. Well, we want it to be. I, I, I'm, I'm still picking the Braves in the East, and to go on from there. So, that, that's your run through with the Atlanta Braves on, on the list. So. I think, yeah, I think I, I'm gonna have to agree with that assessment. I think they're gonna be strong. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys, we are going into the home stretch, and we want y'all to stay tuned because when we get back, we're gonna talk about the NFL draft, the XFL, and the USFL. If you can believe all that's football. Anything FL that you've never heard of before. (laughs) Stay with us. Hey, this is Mo Beta from the Couch Potato Sports Report. Graduation is upon us and a new car is a great gift. Don't just send them into the world with a reliable ride, but unreliable insurance. At the LeVette Group, we will find the best tailor-made policy. We could even add on renter's insurance for further coverage and a better deal. Just call Todd Dean at the LeVette Group. Call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Again, call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. When shopping for homeowner's insurance, understand that any broker can bundle to save you money. The LeVette Group takes insurance further with personalized agent attention. We are always available to advocate for you and your family when processing claims and adjusting for your insurance requirements. 
Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678-777-7718. Again, I'm Todd Dean of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678-777-7718. Back on the Couch Potato Sports Report, T-Bird and Dex uh, winding down this week. And, Dex, we're going to talk a little bit about the NFL draft. It's coming up in about eight days. And, uh, you know, the part I want to talk about is how the NFL draft changes all these young kids' lives. Uh, Right when you're drafted, you and everybody in your family – are jumping up and down because you know that you are about to enter into the land of milk and honey. You know, I remember when I, I got my first job, my parents were jumping up and down screaming, but you know, I don't think a paper route is the same effect, but I, I feel like it's, you know, it's you've matriculated in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? You made that next big step of, being able to move out of your house, right. setting yourself up for retirement, maybe buy dad a truck, maybe buy mom a house, you know? Yeah, I mean. Get you, your cousin out of jail, whatever, you know? Yeah, think about it. Uh, you can do, you know, with your first NFL contract, say we're going to talk about the first rounders. Yeah. Okay, the first rounders, you could, you know, buy your mom a house, definitely buy her a car or whatever. But you also got to be mindful that that was your signing bonus, okay? You're getting your signing bonus first. In football, everything's not guaranteed. So with your other maybe three or 400,000 that you're going to get while you're playing every week, now you're only going to get that while you're playing, while you're on the roster. So if they cut you, you ain't going to get that no more, but you're going to get that $20 that you signed for. Yeah. So you have to be mindful of that. And there are some kids that do well with it and some kids that don't do well with it. I mean, we we both saw that documentary on ESPN broke. Yeah. And it makes sense. You know, if if these guys, you know, they've worked really hard, you know, they went to college, they played or whatever, they get drafted. And a, a perfect example is a running back. The average running back's career is five years. They're supposed to take whatever they make for five years and live off of that. Right. Until like what? Their 60s, 70s, 80s? Well, no. If you're in the league for four years, you get uh, NFL retirement. Yeah, but um, how much is that NFL retirement in comparison? Yeah, it just depends on how big their contract was when they stopped playing and how long they played. Yeah. But it's, but at the same time, they still have to take care of their their health. Yeah. All these other things. Got to take care. You got to take care of that money. They they got to pay taxes in every state that they played. Yes. You know, yes. if if they're in you know certain states like New Jersey, their their property taxes are going to be kind of high. They got to right. watch that stuff. Right. You can't pay for a house in cash yet. Right. Right. <laughs> you just you. It's good to hold on to that first bonus as long as you can until you get that second contract then you can start going to the ferrari dealership and things like that but yeah but who says you gotta have a ferrari who says you you gotta have the biggest house on on the block the girl at the club (laughs) (laughs) well and that's what you gotta watch out for the girls (laughs) you know there's a there's a wise woman is always dripping in glitter coming down a stripper no doubt about it no question about it and they have to be mindful of that and they have um um Rookie symposiums. Yeah, they have symposiums that they send those kids to. Some of them get it. Some of them don't. So, you know, it just just depends. But, you know, uh, speaking of the draft, you know, Jalen Carter out of Georgia uh, projected to be in the top three. Uh, You got the quarterback guy. You got uh, uh, Young out of Alabama, Stroud out of Ohio State. Mm -hmm. You got Richardson out of Florida. And uh, it's a couple of more. And this year is going to be a great quarterback class. 
So they're they're predicting these quarterbacks to go in the top ten, and uh, you know quarterbacks are your building blocks. You got to have a great quarterback to be a Super Bowl contender. But if Stroud falls, do you pick him? If you the Falcons, do you? You know that that's question. A, that's a good question. Everybody's been asking that question, that's man. A, that's a good question. That is a great question because uh, you know I just don't know. I know. I want to concentrate more on defense for yeah. for Atlanta. If Jalen Brown falls number eight, I'm picking him. Nolan Smith, another one out of Georgia. If he's at number eight, I'm picking him. You you gotta show up your defense because you gotta stop people. You're just gonna do all your shopping at uh, University of Alabama, University of Georgia. No, 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 no. Uh, you 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 know your scouts are everywhere. I know your scouts are everywhere. So but that, apparently. Well, I'm talking about for for my number one pick. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm, yeah. For my number one pick, it's probably going to be uh, uh, Jalen Carter or Nolan Smith, and and but they got a couple of other ones on the radar, and we never know what they're going to be. I, that's what kills me about all these shows. Nobody knows. Uh, all all the pundits are talking, and then. The team does something completely different, and and the partners are looking. Well, I thought they were going to do this. You know? <laughs> That's what we wanted you to think, yeah. but yeah, it's. I mean, and then everybody wants to avoid a Ryan Leaf, J- Jamarcus Russell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, situation, but you never know. You never know. In man. college, they were the stuff. Yeah, and but it didn't translate to the NFL. Same thing with Vince Young, right? You know, it did not. It did for a little while. It did for a little while. Yeah, and, and then know. and then he lost his marbles. All right, uh, let's go. Okay, the XFL deck. Uh, great uniforms. They, they got I'm great. not even kidding. Normally, I'm joking. Their uniforms are amazing. They look really good. But that's when I know I can't watch the sport is when their uniforms look better than their play. Well, you know, the, the XFL is is a league, and I and I and I like the XFL because it's it's so many players. And you giving other guys a chance. Everybody plays in the XFL trying to get to the NFL. That's yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. The, why are you there though? You trying to win that XFL championship, but you trying to get back to the NFL. That's the that's the whole thing of it. The Rock is giving everybody another chance, mm-hmm. and, and you know, compare their salary to that. But XFL. they they shouldn't they shouldn't approach it that way. They should not be approaching it like, oh, if you're good with us, you can go to the NFL. It should be like, yo, we can be better than the NFL. But they can't. And I know. I'm just saying. I'm sure but they should be shooting for that. I'm sure they are. You want to be a, yes. a decent league. Yes. Not. not but you like, only got eight teams. True. You only have eight. But those eight teams, man, their fans are incredibly loyal. In yes, they are. But they're all like small market teams. Yeah. Isn't one of them in Arkansas or something like that? Uh, the Little Rock Rockers or something? Oh, I feel I, like I remember seeing one of them. Here, I'm gonna look it up real quick. But I'm, I remember one of them being in like some place to where I was like, "Are you? They actually have a city there?" XML teams. Let's see. What you well, got. you know, again, whether you want to believe it or not, Dex, that's mm. what they're doing. Arlington. <laughs> okay, that's in Texas. Is it? Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was in Virginia. No, nah, that's in Texas. Okay, Arlington, Houston, Orlando, Las Vegas. Why in Las Vegas? San Antonio, Seattle, St. Louis, and Washington, D.C. Yeah. They literally, one, two, three, no, one, two, three, four, four of these teams already have teams there. Oh, yeah. Well, <sighs> that's probably where the money came from. Jesus. I don't know. Maybe... And I'm smelling what the rock is cooking, and I'm about to go to Chick-fil-A instead. This is <laughs> <laughs> these are terrible ideas. Yeah, Bob Stoops. Yeah, yeah. Though he was a college coach. Yeah, Wade Phillips is getting another chance. Yeah, and then you got uh Rod Woodson. Yeah, oh, yeah, Rod Woodson He's should be a good one. Uh-huh. So you you know, you know, and, and again Heinz Ward. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and what is that doing? That's giving those those guys some coaching experience. That they say, especially the, the coaches of color, need to to be considered. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but they, they shouldn't need to be considered. You no, know what I'm saying? They, no, they shouldn't. But I'm just look. Don't even get me started on that, bro. Yeah. But but that's what 
They get an experience. I mean, let's be honest. Rod Woodson and Heinz Ward Hall have been leaders. Yes. Everywhere they went. Yes. They've had clean noses their entire lives. And then People they listen to them. And then they give uh, Wade Phillips, who is 900 years old, a shot. So I, I ain't going to even talk about that. I mean, I, I understand why they gave Wade Phillips another shot, but like, come on, man. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, and then you got uh, the United States Football League. Yeah. They started last week. And uh, again. Okay, let me see where these clowns are at. And, 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 and Deck, again, these are all guys that, say if you, if, if, if you come up short in the NFL, you can go play in two other leagues. Not only that, but you can play in Canada as well. So as long as you can play right now, you can find somewhere to play. But look at the difference in the salaries. Oh, yeah. They probably making 60 grand for XFL. The Birmingham Stallions. Yeah, Birmingham Stallions. Houston Gamblers. New Jersey Generals. Memphis Showboats. Yeah. <laughs> and look, and these were these were all teams back in the uh, 90s. When the USFL was then, these were no, so they kept all those names. Wow. Yeah. So, but it is given you know the other teams. Pittsburgh Maulers. Pittsburgh Maulers. Yeah. Why would you put a team in Pittsburgh? Hey, again, that's probably where the the money source is coming from. Ugh. You know, you 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 gotta wonder about that. I do wonder about that. I, <laughs> I was like, why are you, do you keep – they're doing the same thing over and over again, expecting it to work. Yeah, That's, well, Dwayne Johnson seems to have an idea. Him and his uh, ex-wife, they, they're doing – they yeah. bought it from Vince McMahon for the XFL. And so far, they're doing good. They about, they about to finish the season. Remember last time, they didn't even finish the season. That's true. I will give them that. They are finishing the season. I, And they're definitely better at marketing. What I'm saying is – exactly. Where the teams are at doesn't completely make sense, but what do I know? Yeah, you what know? do you know, Dick? <laughs> I only I only know football as soccer, but you know, here I am. Oh, Colton joined. Uh, shout out to Colton, Colton Wade. Oh, shout out to Colton Wade, man. Uh, I think Colton gets some fishing going on, and don't forget my freezer is waiting on that fish, Colton. <laughs> <laughs> so That's yeah, too man. Much, man. That's too much. Uh, Colton, I wish you would have joined us earlier. Though. I wanted to get your take on the Braves, but you know we're getting ready to wind down now. And uh, be sure to tune in next week too. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, definitely share the show with other people. We we definitely want to get to the point to where we're putting this out what every day, something like that. Yeah. And yeah. you have the announcement about Melissa. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna be uh, the couch potato is gonna be on the move. We're gonna be in McDonough, Georgia. May 27th uh, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, and this is uh, done by Bridging the Process. It's called a money-making market. So they're going to have vendors uh, selling a little bit of everything that you're looking for. And also the Cows Potato Sports Port going to have some T-shirts down there that you can pick up and uh, carry us around uh, with you everywhere you go. Yeah, come by, say hi. You know, I crack some jokes on you. Yeah, that's whatever. Yeah, they could be spinning and tuning and tripping and touching all the buttons again. Yes, I touch buttons. But uh, again, we want to thank everybody for joining us this week. Hopefully, uh, before long, we get our full crew back. But y'all just stay with us and keep listening, guys. Uh, We appreciate all the support. Yeah, absolutely. And check us again out on the Couch Pod. If you do want to start a podcast, we have a link in the show notes. Um, But yeah, uh, check us out again. We'll see you next Friday. We're out.